0: Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. And I'm Dr. Lisa. I give a shit. Are you glad somebody does? How's it going today? You know, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm a little nervous because uh, I'm doing something new. But also, I have a big painting show come. Do you know I do paintings? Did you know that? Besides this? So I've got a big painting show coming up in Greenport, Long Island this weekend at VSOP Projects. Did you know that? You could come to it. You could come to the opening Saturday night if you wanted to. I have it right on my uh, Facebook page. And it's going to be in Long Island, which is a fabulous place. I'm sort of thinking I don't have anything to wear, which is probably... Uh, the most the best way to show up at something like that as the you know people maybe people think that I'm not making enough money and they'll uh, buy my work who knows who knows but anyway today's a big day for me uh, because I am doing this new thing where I uh, actually did an interview a therapy session on location can you believe that I had these two young men who made a fabulous film and they are premiering it soon, so I went to one of their one of their homes and did the interview with them. Let me tell you who they are it's um Martin Kramer and his friend it says here Leo Galen Rofe his name's Leo, okay, and one of them uh martin's eighteen leo's nineteen and uh, they did this this wacky film. I read the screenplay and I saw the trailer. and here I'm going to tell you how they describe it, okay. Uh, the Devil's Pimple, a short film about a, about a short film about life, love, death, and a large pimple man. But you know, it was kind of interesting going there and doing the interview and everything and uh, shout out to Aaron Levine. Uh, from Radio Free Brooklyn, who came with me and and was invaluable in making it happen. And uh, it was kind of interesting because I don't usually get to hang out with uh, young people like that and talk to them seriously about their work. And I have to say, it was kind of of impressive how uh, dedicated and really kind of like a little frighteningly sophisticated on how much they know and how serious and professional they are it was a little it was it was i mean it's almost a little intimidating because at that age i was you know taking naps and cutting school but anyway uh also as as a special bonus today i have this i happen to have somebody in their age group, an 18-year-old named Oscar in the studio. Say hi, Oscar. Hey, thanks for having me. Say what a nice man, young man he is. He's really he's really well-behaved and really polite, and uh, he's cute. He's very cute, and he really wants to get into radio, and he stopped by last week, and I invited him in to join me because today we're going to be uh, listening to an interview of uh, young men his own age. Or how... Are you excited about this, Oscar?
1: Very, very, very. Do you believe
0: excited. that two young men your age could possibly make like a short film that's twenty minutes long?
1: Of course, I think anyone has the potential to do anything they want.
0: Okay, there's uh sex and alcohol in it. Is that okay?
1: Sure, that's fine.
0: Yeah do you do you do you think uh, do you think that I know uh. You know, do you think anybody that do you think your mom's going to be mad if she knows that I'm having you on the air and that there's we're actually talking about drugs and not drugs, alcohol and sex?
1: Possibly, but I think she'll understand that's for a mature audience. You know,
0: it is for a mature audience. That's for sure. But it is made by by eighteen year olds. I guess we're all living in this world now, so we might as well get used to it. Not not that I wasn't like that at that age. It's just that I wouldn't have let my parents in on it. But we talk about that a little bit too. And uh, I, but here's the most important thing, folks. The most important thing is that you must come to the preview, okay? And I'm going to tell you where it is. The preview is at Barbets, which is a bar uh, at 376. 9th Street at the corner of 6th Avenue in Park Slope, folks. It's on Wednesday, July 25th. It starts at 7. It's 7 to 8. The actual film is about 20 minutes. Uh, I think there'll probably be some questions and answers. So if you don't, yeah, after listening to this interview, if you don't feel like fully satisfied that we've explored every option or every area, area, you can, uh, you can come to yourself and ask questions. And I just want to remind you, you that you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, and we appreciate you listening in on with us today. And, uh, you know, we we're a nonprofit, uh, n- and now's a good time to uh, donate to nonprofits or even sponsor this show. And you can do that by going to radio Bro- radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. We're a nonprofit. We're trying to help people out here, especially young people, especially today. Right, Oscar?
1: Yes, correct.
0: Oscar, you know what? My uncle's name was Oscar. So every time I say Oscar, I'm thinking of a short, Jewish, a short old Jewish man. <laughs> do you identify with that? No. No, not even a little. No. Not even. You're nothing like him.
1: No. No, ma'am.
0: No. No. So, uh, it's interesting, isn't it, how that name can, can, can kind of <sighs> transgress so well. There you go. Anyway, um, we this was a really good conversation, and you know there was there was actually some emotion in it when I found out we got to the point of really what these guys were thinking about behind the film it didn't come out right away but uh you'll see what i mean so i'm gonna get the uh interview started and i'll see you on the other side towards the end and i'll remind you where the uh preview is premiere i mean so with that i treat you to Dr. Lisa talks to Leo and Martin about the devil's pimple. So today is a very special day. I actually have young, actual young people here. Um, I have uh, two very attractive young men um, who have written, cast, uh, done the special They made their own movie all on their own without any, like... Uh, adult supervision i don't think although i guess they are their own adult supervision in this case so anyway it's a weird movie it's called the devil's pimple and they say they've written it together and done it the whole thing together so i'm going with that uh we'll see we'll see maybe maybe one of them does we'll see what they try to uh you know get the credit take the credit but we're gonna we'll see what happens so it's by martin kramer and Leo, Ralph, they're right here with me. Hello. And they are, yeah, hello, hi. Okay. I should say hi. Let's say, hi, Leo. Hi. And Martin, how are you today?
2: Hi, Lisa and Leo.
0: Yeah. And and Leo, hi, Lisa and Leo. Okay, there we go. Uh, they know each other already, though. But um, So the thing is, is that um, I find this fascinating in a certain way because I think it's, I don't know. I mean, they're city kids, all right? So it's a pretty sophisticated film in certain ways because there's sex in it and alcohol. So I don't know, is that sophisticated? I'm not sure. But it is really wacky and weird and a little disgusting. There's a gross part in it. Uh, so that's my impression, but I'm going to let them uh, explain it to you in, in the short version. So, okay, guys, go ahead, expl- explain me.
1: Well, really, Lisa, what I, I first, okay, first off, I have to say that it's a short film.
0: How long? How long?
1: It's about 15 to 20 minutes.
0: 15 to 20 minutes. 15 to
1: 20 minutes.
0: Still editing.
1: Exactly. So I'll have a hard... But almost done. Soon. All these parts, all the... Wait, wait.
0: You know what? We need to... Before we even get into that, the whole point of this thing, let me just say this, is they are having a launch for... A launch and a viewing party on July twenty fifth. This is the most important thing in your life and mine. So you must come to that. Okay. So it's it's really cool that they're I'm like impressed, you know, that they're doing this. And um it's at where is it guys? Okay, you tell it's me Barbes.
1: Yeah. In, in Brooklyn in Brooklyn.
0: Yeah. Okay, where? Where? What's the address? Do you have the address?
1: Do you have the address? <laughs> I don't know. I address. do but look
2: up Barbez in Brooklyn.
0: Okay, we'll get it for you in a minute. We'll get it for you in a minute. And it's July, and what time is it?
1: July 25th. It's it's at 7 p.m. PM. And
0: it's in Park Slope?
1: It's in Gowanus.
0: Gowanus? Gowanus. Okay, and it's only 15, 20 minutes. You guys have to come, and we're going to give you the address in a few minutes. So, okay, tell us about the film now.
1: Okay, well, uh, I wanted to say all these things you're describing, you know, the sex, the alcoholism, they're really, they're parts of... The youth culture in Bay Ridge, which is like a non-existent sliver of everyone there's old. It's like
0: this. Did you say Bay Ridge?
1: Bay Ridge. Yes. It's the inspiration. Deep, for deep all Southern. How do you people. know?
0: How do you know so much about Bay
1: Ridge? It's usually, And it's it's like Martin said. It's like our it's our muse.
0: You live in Manhattan, Martin. I, I know that. And where do you
1: live? I used to live in Bay Ridge, but I couldn't hack it anymore.
0: You live like on your own. Like yeah, with roommates uh, with, with and that roommate, kind of thing. With one
1: roommate, Sebastian. How long did you live there? Actually, I lived there what?
2: for our cinematographer,
1: Sebastian. Yeah, Sebastian is cinemat... a, a character in the in the film.
0: Oh, so did you guys hang out there a lot? Yeah,
1: yeah. Do many kid, city time.
0: kids, uh, young adults? I'm not going to call you kids. And do many young adults know about Bay Ridge, or is that kind of your turf?
2: No, just big mafia people. <laughs>
0: So, did you find yourself in an environment that was, say, unfamiliar or fresh or gave you, was it like being in a foreign country?
1: Absolute. Well, more like being in New Jersey. Yeah. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Did you hang out there, Martin?
1: Yes, I did. Martin spent all the time there.
0: Oh, because, Martin, you didn't have to hang out at your house with your folks. You could just go there and, like, hang That's out true. with friends, like, pretend like you were in a college dorm a year ahead.
1: Yeah, Bay Ridge,
0: exactly. the, the
2: safe haven.
0: Oh, man, I'm glad I didn't have to deal with that as your parents. So anyway, um, so a lot of it is based on that. So tell us, uh, just give us a storyline. Um, I probably interrupted you too many times. It's my fault. But but, please where were
1: that. you, Leo? Well, I was saying, uh, no, uh, the storyline is, is uh, it's based on a true story. It's based on a true story, and it's a story about a man coming out of, or a little being, I should say, coming out of a pimple on a leg caused by a bite and when i say that it's a true story i don't mean that that event specifically the little creature coming out of a leg really happened but i mean that 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 story is the way that we martin and i have told a true story
0: okay so the it's, dev- true to it's, us. it's called the devil's pimple now spoiler alert i'm not going to do tell you the whole story but i did read the script And I'm trying to understand how... So the script, let me just tell you folks. Um, And I've asked, there's special effects in here. So the the devil's pimple is a little man, and the little man comes out of uh, this, you know, character's leg after she gets bitten. And I guess the story revolves around the devil's pimple a lot. But that's a metaphor, guys we know this so how can it be a true story if you're dealing with like you know the a a tiny person a a special effect so can you explain that well really you know tell us a true story maybe that's a better way to do it
1: martin do you can you can you tell the true story? Can I tell a true story? Well, okay, you know, I I was closer to it than you were. And it's it's a story that uh, is, is actually three stories, but only two of them can be told. Because... And Martin doesn't even know the third one.
0: And now why is that?
1: It's, a, it's an absolute secret. The Devil's Pimple is, in a way, a confession of something that can never be spoken about.
0: Ooh. So does Martin Martin do you know what the third you know that you don't know the third story
2: Well one's not true one's secret for me so I suppose I might know the third one but.
1: just by elimination <laughs> but either way we Okay let me ask you this we, we there's sex and
0: alcohol in this so is this something that you don't want to discuss because Oh no no I'm I don't care about that Okay
1: it's just a interpersonal
0: so, is there is there a, is there a romance that you, in this somehow that we don't want to? You know, you guys are feeding me because it seems like there's something that's secret in here, and I'm gonna like I'm gonna go after that now.
1: There is, but we absolutely can Wait, only only it. allude to it and not speak of it.
0: Okay, so.
1: Um, But we can we can talk about the true parts. Okay, Uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, tell me. Yeah, I just
0: want to try to understand it. Go ahead.
1: Well, one of these things is that uh, Sebastian—it's kind of confusing because in the in the in the Devil's Pimple script. Well, it's only a
0: fifteen-minute film, so it can't be that that confusing.
1: But uh, Katie gets this lump on her leg, it bursts open. In in reality, Sebastian, the the DP has a condition that caused him to grow a giant lump on his side.
0: Is that a real thing?
1: It's a real thing.
0: Oh, did you know this? Did you know this? Yeah,
1: Yeah, I know about Sebastian. Okay.
0: You knew that about Sebastian. Sebastian. By by the way, folks, just so you know, the film takes place mostly in the environment with um, these four characters, one female, um, you know... uh, and then three guys and a pimple playing Monopoly, I would say that. And then there's some vomiting in the bathroom. But, but just so you can picture it, it's just basically a bunch of, like, people playing Monopoly. And um, so um, anyway, so it's based on people. Who are the characters? Is it, what's your character name?
1: Leo. 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 Just this is on. Uh
0: huh. And is it like you? Characters like you? Yeah, the character is. Uh huh. And then there's Martin.
2: There's Martin? Yes, there's me. I play Martin. Martin plays himself. Actually, I'm the only character that plays myself. Yeah. So
0: you're just really you. What's different about Leo? What's different about you in life and you in the film?
1: Oh, I'm so much more tense and angry in the film.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Then you. Then people know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Now, what about the female Katie? Who's that?
1: Katie is, uh, she's actually no longer in New York. She's, she's moved to Seattle since we've shot this film. Right,
0: but she was in the film and she's she a character. So who is she? Is she your roommate? It's anybody's girlfriend here?
1: It's actually Sebastian's former girlfriend and all of our mutual friends still. Right, you guys are all friends. Yeah, we've all mm-hmm. stayed in touch. Um, yeah.
0: So S- Sebastian was your roommate? Yes. And he's still your roommate?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, he used to be.
0: He was your roommate when you were in uh,
1: Beirut. Right. Beirut. He's my friend from Seattle. And Katie was the chick Seattle. he was dating. Yes, exactly.
0: Okay, uh, got it. So Sebastian has what wrong with him?
1: He's had a giant pimple on his side. So Three, have you seen out. this? Uh, yeah, I did. Have you
0: seen this, Martin? It no. was massive.
1: No, was I haven't insane. seen it. It was so big. I've only heard it about purple. it. It was purple. It was like oh, the size of like a baby's fist.
0: And that sounds so disgusting. Is this like a chronic thing, or is it something that happened to him that went away? Or? It is.
1: It is actually a chronic thing. It's
0: and a, is it? Is there a name for it? Or
1: I don't know the name. Do you? You do I mean, but it. it's I a medical
0: condition. It's an official it medical, medical condition. condition. And uh, it's gross. Does and do, do, Martin, do you know about this? Does he not talk about it? How does Sebastian deal well, do with about this? It. Well, I know about it now. We all know about we it. We all now.
1: know about it. Sorry. Sebastian, ha- Sebastian <laughs> keeps it absolutely private and how is and, it it is and it's a pleasure helpful. for us to
2: bring this up in public for everybody to know about it. But, uh, S- but I yeah I knew about it before
0: so what's Sebastian's feeling about this whole this whole bringing out of his pimple
1: I think uh he's endeared by it
0: do do you think that maybe Sebastian was uncomfortable about it in this way? As your friends, you're sort of embracing it and making making him feel loved, even though he has something wrong with him. You know, I think yeah, I think wrong quotes. He's
1: definitely not. Um, he's definitely like happy we're making a movie about it.
0: That's so sweet. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we're reaching out to him by making a film about it. Exactly. Him. That's never... so
0: sweet.
1: Actually, we can never understand him truly because of his. Deformities, but we'll we'll try with this. Movie. That's
0: I'm assuming that's the only thing that's wrong with him. That it, so people don't see that, and he has a very cute girlfriend or had a very cute girlfriend, right? She 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 was able to tolerate it. Yeah, yeah. So how is it? So how is it? Huh? How is it? So how else does it parallel your lives?
1: Well I my character in the movie always uh or, or you know, um claims to always win a Monopoly and that is so that's I always went, Is I, it, me,
0: that, that's true Mark? I it's, always
1: win a Monopoly. Well
2: I never win at Monopoly, so he always wins at Monopoly. That's how and it you, works. And it
0: was Monopoly part of your routine there in uh in the in that apartment.
1: It wasn't really. No. It, it wasn't it was. It never No. Was. But no. um my attitude of Winning consistently was definitely part of our part of our life.
0: Yeah. Ah, so you're the winner. So let me talk I'm about. I'm the
1: winner in in the Devil's Pimple. I play the winner. That's you played the winner. your character?
0: So what about working together? What was that like? It was this the first project you guys did together? No,
2: actually, um, since uh, last summer in 2017, uh, Leo had just came fresh from actually making a movie before that called Beach Club. And um, uh, him and Sebastian were working on something, and they asked me... It was a, a little um, internet video series called The Vlog, and they asked me to act in it, and I just improvised everything in there, and they really liked what I was doing that they just kept inviting me on over and over again. You know, later I'm not just an actor, I'm actually creating stuff with everyone so um yeah we've wow. been working on stuff for a year really yeah. so
0: you started out as an actor and now you're combining that with the yeah. uh creative process well of the martin beginning. has so many
1: ideas that yes he can't be stopped
0: yes and i think we need to let let our public know that martin has quite a deep uh career in uh comedy how, how when did you start doing comedy? How old were you?
2: I was uh thirteen when I started practicing stand up.
0: Yeah, and you've been I uh, wasn't
2: good at it always, but <laughs> I no and Martin I, I Martin started.
0: performs I would say professionally, right? Definitely. Yeah, I consider I, him yeah, a professional at this yeah. point, right? Yeah. So Martin, you have gone from uh your interest in being a comedian. Didn't isn't that what you wanted to do?
2: Well, I still wanna do it. I'm I've I, I just, you know, I want to do everything. everything that my mind tells me to because I just, I feel like there's just a, I have a lot of ideas and it's just like, well, I really like the arts a lot. Why stop myself from doing any medium? So if I have an idea and I think it's better for film, it's just like, well, I don't have to say that I'm only a stand-up comedian. I'll just work on whatever I want.
0: Absolutely. And also, film's great because it has so many different areas that you can explore and develop. Yeah. Now, you're both really good cartoonists, too. Thank I mean, you God, God, these much, guys are you. like, yeah, they're like so talented. You both like draw fantastic cartoons and stuff like that. And I think you do have... Um, You know, folks, I'm going to post, I'll post some of the cartoons on my Facebook page so you can see them, but um, I think your styles are pretty compatible, huh? I appreciate you saying so. Thank you. Yeah? Yeah. They work together, so you guys have a big, you have a similar sense. We definitely do the same
1: black and white text photographs with a little, I don't know, there's a similar twist. Even if it's, it's, we're very, we have very different styles, but there's a lot of,
0: there's a similar sensibility, I would say. There's like sort of a iron, ironic humor, no, and kind yeah. of a, some emotional, uh, you know, coloring to it, right? You well, I'll let you, I'll let you, the listeners, our listeners decide. But uh, these guys are talented. What can I say? They're so young too. And motivated. And I think it's really important for for all you people out there to note that these guys did a lot on their own, right? That's true. And That's so, true. how'd you learn all the equipment? And how'd you get? There's a lot of equipment in film. There is, but actually, we we've, we've had a lot of help too.
1: As much as we've done things our own, we've had. Lots of help from Sebastian, my former yeah. roommate, friend from back home. He's very technical. And he is. Oh, he's he is. good and incredible. Him. help. Because um.
2: I, because the truth is, I haven't mastered the equipment really. Yeah,
0: so. I, but Sebastian's really yeah, good at that. Have a very yeah.
1: baseline knowledge of everything. Yeah, we're we're
2: very just self-taught, but he's he's like mm-hmm. the expert.
1: And it's it's. So,
0: when you guys work together, like how does it work? Do, do you do you write in the same room, or it starts with writing, right? So who it, Leo, you said this was your idea first, is that right? It is. And uh, and then so what happened? How to get started? Would you say Martin, I got this idea. And...
1: Yeah. Well, what we knew we were going to make the next movie about you... this this storyline. Yeah. Uh-huh. In fact, we tried to make it a couple times. Um, you know, with this loose outline of the plot, just very roughly. And uh, in fact, we we put some of this footage, we threw it together and we put it on online because we thought yeah. some of it looked good. But it's called we... Bay Ridge Rainstorm. Oh, yes. oh, then cool! It's like the
2: original Devil's Pimple. Yeah, this is this is a like remake. a remake. It's yeah. a remake, really. Oh,
0: so you made like a sketch of it first? Yeah, Let's yeah, call yeah. it that. Very right?
1: loose sketch. Yeah, and then Martin helped me. We sat down on the computer. And we, yeah, I like the first idea
2: so much that it's just like you, we should just, even though usually we just do one thing and then move on, I just like this one so much. And I feel like there's so much for it to go
1: on that.
0: So, you really want to develop it, yeah. yeah
1: there's lots of digging developing. Right. And
0: what is why the devil's pimple? Why do I mean, pimple? I get that, that's um, but why the devil? What is that about? Well,
1: there's a in. Lots of our movies, there's been kind of a thematic uh, villain character who is Martin. Always, it's Martin. Martin's just a, like secretly a villain all all the time in our movies. Look that sly g- look on his face. It's a great face. role that he. You think Martin You see into. Martin
0: as a sly villain
1: in real life?
0: Yeah. How about real life? What do you think?
1: Uh, yeah. You yes, do? Kind of. Like, what do you mean? Like, he texts me sometimes, and that's...
0: He what? Kind of texts vi- you? ...the villainous
1: of him yeah. to send me a text. Why? I Well, he, he expects a reply and
0: information Martin's demanding. From he's me. blushing. He's blushing.
1: He is. He's blushing. Is I'm not blushing. Cool? I'm turning red with
2: anger about <laughs> how Leo never answers his text messages.
0: Oh, you fight... About, so,
1: in that way, Martin's villainous because he's sending me text messages. Mm, i don't think it's I, don't I think know. i'm an anti-hero in that right about just
2: wanting to know what time we're gonna meet we a full
1: anti in our stories and he's got this seed of of devilishness that
0: huh in. huh so you see martin as a character in a way Martin has character, not a character, because you take Martin seriously, obviously. But he has character; he has a certain kind of character. In front of the camera,
1: we've definitely built him. Yeah, in, yeah,
0: um, yeah.
1: Together in the writing process,
0: it makes sense. I could see that. I could see that. So um, what kinds of stuff? Where do you guys get your inspiration? What do you what do you do? Like do you go see music? Do you go see film? What do you
2: do? Well Leo and I together we we go to the midnight movies a lot at the IFC Center. And that's been that's been really inspiring. Yeah, we like stuff like John Waters is very inspiring. Yeah. Mm We we especially like the more low budget stuff like house. The, the Japanese film. Oh,
0: that yeah. is a great we, film. We saw
2: that together. you with, saw that? They're wow. they are just so inspiring because it's all like, these are crazy and like, but like, they're so like built from the ground up, we could do something like that.
1: We always almost exclusively go to Midnight Movies. So, this is like a product of those yeah. Midnight Movies. that's why we're
2: really excited for the screening of this, is just because it's, it's just so good to have like a group of just... Kind of oddballs together.
0: We just have. So who who do you expect? Like, friends. do you have a group of friends that you expect will come to it, or is it going to be like, you know, your families? Do you have group of friends? Do you have I, friends? I don't, I don't That's think, what I want to know. Well, I don't think our family. Right. Your friends <laughs> can't, can't come to bars. This. Let's just say this.
1: Oh, I'm only friends with older people actually. Martin's my only young friend.
0: Oh, are you? <laughs> no,
1: no, no, that's not true. It's, it's true. mostly true. It's I have to wear largely I have to wear a fake mustache in order yeah. to get uh, in to uh, the uh, premiere. Uh. I smuggle Martin in.
0: Oh, I see. We're going to wear
2: a big trench coat and I'm Cuz you've got under. like a
0: really like a uh, really polished look and haircut and stuff like that. So you're like okay. uh <laughs> And I Yeah, I pass. I pass everything. And morning. Martin and I looks just, like I dress
1: like a child. No, I,
0: Martin looks like uh what did you say he was <laughs> And Martin 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 has character for sure. I think but Martin
1: dresses like he's even older than I Like he's like in his forties. Yeah, I dressed up like yeah.
2: I gave up being
1: professional. No,
0: no, Martin looks Martin dresses like he feels like dressing. Where like uh where Leo, I see you more as dressing like you know you know the right way to dress and you're aware of like how to you're You're more thinking how you you seem to be aware of how to uh, make an impression or whatever
2: I feel like because this is not a, a visual thing, we should somewhat describe how Leo is dressed and how I'm dressed. Leo's dressed like a Wes Anderson <laughs> character, and I'm dressed like your dad, and that's
0: <laughs> your dad who is a musician yeah right that's, that's true. Uh-huh. That's the fitting,
1: uh-huh. and he's even got his little tote bag somewhere. Yeah. His dad like tote bag.
0: So have you guys gotten um, any? Have you gotten uh, uh, like encouragement from your families? Or I mean, you about make? i yeah. About yeah. making the films, They're or have things. have other people? Have you gotten a lot of outside? I mean, you're doing it on your own. Have you gotten? I feel like
2: we're encouraged by our families because, especially our parents alone our family friends and they all met doing kind of strange things that we did i mean they were in like the original 24-hour plays together right they did this like kind of vaudeville sketch thing that was called the blowhole theater which still goes on here and there and they did like all these weird sketches like my mom and his dad were in a sketch together where They were robots, and slinkies came out of their butts, and that was.
0: Oh wow! So was, like a tight
2: history of.
0: Oh wow, that's so interesting. So your your mom, your mom and his dad, you got they were in a sketch group together. That's cool. So you were brought up well. I know Martin, you were brought up that way. So did was that an influence on you too, Leah?
1: No, no, (laughs) not really.
0: So how long had so you guys have known each other since you were? Uh, since in Margie diapers was born. since yeah. martin Mar- where was that I like You're a year older show. or half yeah. a year older, whatever S- so you so your parents um were uh ha- so your parents you guys have known each other since you were uh eating baby food right yes like, yes yeah, sure sharing true. baby food and bottles and your moms were like trying to figure out how to get you guys to go to sleep and shit like that that's true I are your parents still friends yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, so that's a pretty that's a pretty long so you guys have seen each other develop
1: yeah, yeah. yes
0: have you um always done work together no. creative work well, together
2: leo lived in seattle for yeah. a period of time and i lived here in new york so was, we would only see each other for the summer, so we we always have this intention to work to, with each other. It's just also like our time's so short with each other. Let's just hang out. And now that we both live in New York, currently it's like, oh, we could do this now.
0: So when did you move back, Leah?
1: A year ago. A year oh,
0: ago. so you guys have only been hanging out for a year. Did yeah. you see each other regularly in between? About once yeah. a
1: year, every summer. Yeah, every summer. There were a couple two times a year. So you times. kept
0: in touch, but you weren't in the same place. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting. So I know Martin's going off to Canada next year.
2: Yes. Are you guys true. gonna
0: continue working together?
2: It's gonna be a bit harder because I hope to. We're both moving, but we intend to work with each other. I'm gonna move to Montreal and
1: I'm going down south. Are you? Where are you Louisiana. moving to? Uh, New Orleans
0: really what's that what's that impetus for that
1: time to have more time i want to make more movies and i want to i feel like i've been restricted here in new york and just like the the hustle and bustle of running around doing stuff all the time is great and i love it but i just i need lots and lots of time to make movies Hmm. and i haven't had it
0: you mean it's like cheaper and less yeah exactly you can work less and
1: have more money and sit around more
0: that sounds like a good plan I think
1: and we'll visit each other during those yeah. times well, yeah we'll think
2: of stuff then we'll see I, well no you guys
0: minute. seem like you ha- you know you work well together creatively and mm-hmm. that's something to keep going and it's time for a station ID did you know that did, what station are you listening to tell me it's the Brooklyn Free Radio, radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free, radio Free Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And it's That's right and you're you listening to it. Dr. Lisa Gives A Shit, which is the best radio. I mean, Radio Free Brooklyn is the best radio station in the entire world, because I've listened to all the stations. And this is Dr. Lisa Gives A Shit on Dr. Lisa. Thank you so much for listening. I'm here with Martin Kramer and Leo Raff. We're discussing the launch and the uh, launch and uh, screening of their movie, which I am very I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about seeing this. It's the short movie. You guys should all come. come to this screening, okay? It's at Barbez. Barbez. Barbez, uh, which is 376 9th Street, the corner of Sixth Avenue and 9th Street, and that's in Park Slope. And it's Wednesday, July 25th. What time is it? It's
1: at 7 p.m.
0: 7 p.m. sharp. And like I said, it's only like 15 or 20 minutes. But um, I think to see what uh, two, two young people who are influenced by midnight movies can come up with, including special effects, and there's sex in the film. Maybe sex might be with a pimple or something, who knows, but that should be a selling point for sure. Um, anyway um so let's just uh let's just um finish what we were talking what were we talking about we were talking what about we talking how about? you guys are like History. bound for life now
1: <laughs> yeah yeah after this we'll never live this down <laughs> yeah.
0: no so um but you're both pretty focused on making films now right yeah
2: mm-hmm. well yeah. i'm i'm going to uh to montreal actually the uh, to study film production, which is oh. very exciting. And
0: were you influenced to do that by this past year of making your own films? Did Was that a big influence? Uh,
2: I feel like it more verified what I wanted to do. I've been thinking of studying film production for a while just because it's something I want to learn more about. I feel like everything else in the arts, I feel like I am feel comfortable teaching myself and. Uh-huh. but that's like something that relies on so many technicals that is just I feel like I have to explore well, there's more
0: there's a lot of tech. there's a there's just a lot of technique there's just a lot of uh, practical things that you need like running the equipment and all that yeah. stuff and how about you Leo what aspect of filmmaking uh, is there an aspect to you Leo that you're particularly interested in or are you what what where do you see yourself going with it with film you're obviously dedicated to it so
1: well uh, as like a, a visual artist first i've been drawing for oh yeah a thousand years um i really i i you know it's just like another kind of medium to create new scenes and i like the storytelling aspect of it but i'm also a big fan of composition i'm just like drawn in by composition every time so i really like that about it i'm Where I'm planning to go with it is, you know, because I see myself as almost entirely responsible for Martin's newfound love for film after spending this year with him (laughs) making movies. um, I plan to go down south to, you know, hide away for years Mm -hmm. while Martin learns everything and works his ass off. And then when he gets back, I'll cash in on my new uh, highly trained filmmaker friend. Exactly.
0: Oh. oh, I like that. So Martin can operate the cameras. Exactly. And you can be, you know, the director star. Mm-hmm. I like that wait, thinking. Wait You're going to do very well in Hollywood, Leo, Thank I think. Thank you. So um, how much time do we have, have left, Erin? Uh, quite a bit, actually. We I do? Have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it Good. more than 15
1: minutes? I think it's it's about... it's. 17 minutes.
0: 17 minutes. This yeah. is great. We're covering so much. So yeah. I want to know um, what you guys think of current film. What what do young people think of think of film today? It's what all do young bad. people Everything's
1: think? Everything's
0: bad. Well, what's your bad, elaborate. Tell me what you think. Do you have what
2: I think Leo should elaborate because I <laughs> I have different views but
0: Okay, well both of you.
1: Okay. Uh, I just think everything coming out commercially is bad.
0: Okay. Um, but why?
1: Because there's no there's no real money in it for real creative people and everything's a cash cow. And I totally believe that no Hollywood-funded movie... Like, they used to be good. They used to use big budgets for good things. And now I just feel like it's all in the garbage can. But I do think that movies like... Um, I don't know. I think there are some good... I think some good movies are so good. Like, but I just like to say... That all movies are bad because it sounds much better.
0: Or- it sounds smart. Yeah, exactly. Because being a pessimist, don't like anything. Being a pessimist
1: kind of- always makes
2: you smarter what? than everyone else.
0: What, Martin? Being
2: a pessimist makes you smarter than everyone else. Being
0: critical, you mean. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh so but are there any movies that you do see that... I mean, so where do you watch your movies? You must be watching movies on Netflix or on, yeah. on Amazon. I
2: actually watch a lot of movies from the library is what I... I, I Martin, you
0: go to the library? I do, It's
2: true. I do. I, you I have so a library weird. card? I do have a library card. It has my name and everything signed on it.
0: And you go and get... What do you get there?
2: I just, you know, I I do a lot of research on... um. Movies. DVDs? Yeah, I, I get DVDs and I play them. You um, have a
0: DVD player
2: I, I have an Xbox and that has a DVD player in it. And I, <laughs> so I I just watch all of like a lot of Criterion collection. Uh-huh. And what would that, what,
0: what, give me some titles. Uh,
2: a lot of stuff that I find really um, inspiring recently is um, uh, like an eight and a half. I saw recently. Oh, inspired. that's a great that's film. A, that's been really inspiring. Wow! Um, uh, this isn't on the um, uh, the library. I've been watching short films by a uh, Maya Dern, which are all wow. on, those oh, are on yeah, YouTube. She's really
0: good. She's good. Wow! My
2: friend. I a- told you
0: they were sophisticated. My friend
2: Ava told me about her, and I yeah. I thought they were just terrific and really
0: mm-hmm.
2: inspiring. I really like a lot more of surrealist stuff too. Like, as we mentioned before, we're David Lynch is a big influence so i stuff like twin peaks even though it's not a film it's
0: yeah you, it's like, very that. Inspired, you like that especially
2: as- the new season mm-hmm. i found very did you inspired. like the new season oh i loved it yeah that was with leo and i were watching that at the same time and we, we both, both really enjoyed it was it. an incredible achievement
0: yeah so you don't so so it's midnight movies and that's it I don't disagree. do most of you, most of your friends feel the same way?
1: Oh yeah, we so o- you, we only associate with people who, who have cool our own...
0: people like you yeah, yeah,. Right. Uh, I'm a little
2: bit more open. I know people who will see Boss Baby and the Minions movies, but really I'll, I, I'm not going to see them. They could watch whatever they want. You know,
0: so going to the movies isn't uh, something of your isn't something you do. I go there. to
2: the I go to the movies. I like seeing movies, it's always. A nice experience. I don't like to see big movies and the movies, Joe, just because they're going to be so full of people talking and eating their popcorn loud. I just, I have, I get a sensory overload (laughs) during them. So I'll prefer to go to the movies that like all the grandmas are going to go see. (laughs) Like I went to see The Phantom Thread recently. And like when the credits roll, I couldn't leave because like one grandma passed out. On the other side of the aisle, and the other one died on the other side. So it was just <laughs> trapped in. I was Martin. just trapped. That's
0: really f fu- That's dark. Are you making jokes about old ladies dying? I think you are. I like that. Uh, and what else? What else do young? What else do young people do that I'm not aware of? Now, what? What else? Do you. You know, in my day, uh, we my generation was nothing like our parents we didn't wear any of the same clothes we didn't like any of the same music nothing but you guys seem not that different from us yeah, your generation pretty much
1: exactly like our parents yeah history repeats itself yeah so do you guys now.
0: identify with your parents
2: uh no my dad's <laughs> yeah. bald and i'm not bald yeah, he, so
0: not yet my
1: dad's bald too and yeah I, that's I how we're different from our, our parents our they're both bald and we're not
0: how about your parents generation do you see like do you see yourself diverging from them or do you think like we're kind of the similar people like my parents you know there was no like the idea of having sex was wrong and you know smoking pot was wrong and staying out late was wrong and all this stuff—they were very, you know—they had their own. You don't feel like that. You feel like you're similar.
1: Um, I'm—I'm I'm very. Uh, I think I'm more open-minded than my parents. Uh huh. About everything. Oh.
0: So that's—that's okay. that's
1: how I feel different from them. But I don't—I also don't think that's to say that they're like conservative at all right. in any means. Like, yeah, maybe right. only minor. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm more extreme. My my parents aren't conservative.
2: At all, they're very open-minded people. So I, uh, I don't feel like I'm
0: that different.
2: Different in that way. Uh,
0: what do you think is different about our generation than your generation? Do you, is there anything like overall that you can? Older. Well, we're older. <laughs>
1: well, well, sure, but I,
2: I, I think maybe our generation is a bit more cynical in a way, just because of like, you know how like everybody's like complaining about like how things were good then but then like the 2000s happened and everything's bad so it's just like well i guess that's all we know because we were born
0: then so uh, so you feel like e- that uh people of my generation look and say oh, the economic time used to be better and it's worse now
2: yeah i i, I suppose yeah. so
0: now it's just that the movies were better really but, yeah, know, and, that, a...
2: and that raised the economy. It's no, the all...
0: culture is horrible. Like in my day, um, you know, like the the like the people. Like I looked up to Joni Mitchell, and you know, she didn't have big tits or anything, and no makeup. And nowadays we have uh, Kim Kardashian. So oh, yeah. I think things are worse. That's
2: the difference between our generations. Is that we have more access the pornography now and I think the older generation is just jealous about it it's true it yeah. affects everything yeah that's all really our that's our culture is pornography when we're not making movies
1: all we watch is pornography porn. yeah that's between the midnight are they
0: putting me on Aaron do you think are they kidding are you kidding are you serious
1: it's like the half joke.
0: you guys talk about pornography a the lot? truth
2: is funnier than fiction is what <laughs> I'll say.
1: That's yeah, true. you
0: guys had porn, you, so your parents are jealous that you have pornography yeah. and and they had pornography.
1: And more dad More pornography, more time,
0: yeah. more said
2: pornography. My dad clenches his Playboys in anger, wrinkling the pages and he screams, why was I born in the wrong generation? He's the one
1: saying that now. This seems like the biggest joke, but that's true. <laughs> that's not a joke. That's true.
0: That's interesting. Huh. That makes sense, I guess. Also, it was like it was really hard to get, and uh, pornography, and yeah, everything's changed about that, you know, because the guys used to hide it. Now, like, you know, you've got to pretty much know that if you sharing a computer with somebody, they're going to be using pornography.
2: Yeah, we're bringing it up on radio, that we're not hiding anything, that's how...
0: Yeah, and you guys are free to talk about it. Yeah, all this freedom. How about discipline? We used to have a lot of discipline. Oh, Oh. I guess
2: I guess
1: that's yeah, no discipline. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and there's a lot. You see a lot of people um, learning about discipline. Like when you grow while growing up, and you watch other people your same age grow up, you see other people who don't catch on as quickly, learning about discipline very slowly, and uh, taking terrible care of their bodies, and you know, uh, making countless bad decisions that affect them in numerous ways.
0: Well, you know, you guys really do understand what really the most, I think that that's really underrated. The most important part, I think, of being a creative person is having the discipline to get the, the actual work done, and that's not fun, oh. a lot of it, oh, right? Yeah.
2: Patience is totally key, but that doesn't yeah. bother me as much because it's something I care about, and I I understand that like things take time. In fact, some things are better with time. Mm-hmm. That's just like, well, I'll just work on something else in between them.
0: Yeah, although, let me tell you something, when you get out in the world, boys, uh, no, but I mean, eventually what happens is, like, um, you know, you wind up with deadlines, and you have to make money, and uh, you have a lot of pressure to make money, uh, and um, you need discipline in order to get that thing done so that you can get to your job on time.
2: That's, that's true. We are ignorant of that.
0: Well, I don't know oh, Wait, wait, wait I work. Yeah, I work. Leo has a this fancy is, this job, This is the first I time think. Leo
2: sh- showed up on time to anything that had to do with him. Yeah, and I was still late. On, on- set of The Devil's Pimple, We there was a day was where the whole, a the whole cast was there. We call him. There's no answer. And Leo's like, oh, I just woke up, guys. I'll, I'll be there in an
0: hour. True. Leo, is that true about you? Yeah, that's true. Why are you like that?
1: I don't know. It's... uh. My poor brain, barely. No, answered. that's and, bullshit. And and Leo had. Told I don't me, know. I think I just day, work on a different wavelength than I. And Leo, that's t- how I write it off. differently. Leo told I'm just, me I'm a creative and I The day before
2: be time showing up late. That. Oh Martin, last minute, we're gonna change the scene in the movie. It was a two for so, two. So we had the nerve to do that.
0: Today. Well as as Dr. Lisa, I would say Martin as a couple, Martin sounds a little annoyed with you for making for, for you being late.
1: Yeah, well Martin often gets hung up on me for things that I do, but really it's only Martin's it doesn't bother me that doesn't Martin's bother hung up you. on stuff. So
0: No, but it's but, only uh,
1: him yeah. spinning his wheel.
0: But how about you have a good I in my mind you have a good job.
1: Leo. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. on set or in real life?
0: Well, in real life, too. Yes. I think you have a good job for a young man. You're a server. You work at Joe's Pub. So that's a good job. Our cast nice. is
2: all
1: Joe's Pub. Our servers. cast is all from Joe's Pub. It's is really that right? Make connections. Yeah. yeah, they're all Leo's co workers. Oh, yes. is that yeah. right? Entirely.
0: Wow. Oh. So uh, you must be on time there, no?
1: Actually they uh, they're pretty upset about how, how little I show up on time, but that's okay. I, you know, I try. Yeah, I Leo do has like a good job for now, and I make up for it with my bad jokes, but they
0: You're Yeah. yeah, that's how, that's how I get away with it.: Leo knows he's charm Leo's a charming one. That's good. He can he, he, he uh,
1: I need it so badly. I I'd Martin, be in the better right you now. You know
0: what? You can't just let Martin you can't you guys have to like, you know, uh, d- can't let keep each other from developing what you're what each other has. You know that?
2: I won't stop him from gaining his charm <laughs> and he won't stop me from losing my charm. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I
1: never try to stop Martin losing his
0: charm. So do you have a, so um what do, what are you guys gonna do over the summer?
1: Well, we're actually working on another movie at the moment. We Great. Shooting little snippets of uh, something. I don't yeah, m- It's very freeform. It's, it's
2: really more back to the style of how we did it before. It was. We've, we've returned um, to a more guerrilla kind of filmmaking style. Uh, you know, it's just because that's what we used to do before, and after watching Pink Flamingos recently, it's just like. Yeah, this is really kind of the stuff that we at. Yeah. Except with less... Present
1: at all times, yeah. and we're just filming just, whatever. Just yeah. less eating of dog
2: feces than pink flamingos. <laughs> That's true.
0: So you're just kind of carrying a camera around and filming. Do you have a storyline, or you're just filming no, it's stuff?
2: No, kind
1: of, it kind of evolves as we yeah.
2: go. It's like... Improv captured in a, a movie.
0: Wow, that sounds like pretty interesting stuff. I really so. like it.
2: <laughs> this <laughs> professional filmmaking for Devil's Pimple has been like a huge change of pace. That and you know, it, it's like a little bit uncomfortable, at least for me, because it's the first time I ever did it. That's just like, well, I feel like I should be jumping back and forth with it. Not that I want to totally escape the other, but it's just like,
0: escape the other. What do you mean by the other? I don't okay. want
2: to stop. Um, Working on films, like you said, The Devil's Pimple, because it's professional, it's been taking like a lot of patience and time.
1: We very much work in two different ways, which is the very professional style of The Devil's Pimple, where we plan mm -hmm. and we wrote and we did a whole map and we we had had actors Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we wrote it together. And then the other kind... Um, our our film before this, uh, Martin and Katie ride the cyclone, was very much sh- sh- just shot guerrilla style, uh, mm-hmm. me following around
0: mm-hmm.
1: Martin mm-hmm. and Katie. Yep.
0: So you're planning on making another film before the summer's over?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, that would be uh, super.
0: Oh, cool! will well, I look forward to that. Uh, how much time do we have left? I want to make sure I give in another. We make sure that we everybody knows where they can go to see this film. Three minutes. Three minutes. So. Hey, folks. So that was the interview. That's that creative team. Leo Ruff and Martin Kramer. I think this film is going to be interesting. I really i am really looking forward to seeing it. So I'm going to remind you once again where you can. Uh, I'm going to tell you where to come to see it to the premiere. OK, come to Barbez. I said it wrong before I probably said it wrong again, and that's at 376 9th Street, corner of 6th Avenue. That's in Park Slope. And uh, it's Wednesday, July 25th, 7 to 8 p.m. But like I said, it's only like 20 minutes, so come hang out. You can probably meet Martin's dad and find out if he is genuinely uh, envious of his son's access to pornography. I don't think he is. I really don't. I think Martin's putting me on there. So uh Oscar, would you what did you think? Does that inspire you? wanting to go to see the film? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Are you gonna be around July twenty fifth?
1: I should be for sure. I okay, well definitely. you should
0: come. You should come. It's in Park Slope then. I will. So do uh do you like current movies? Do you think that do you are those guys you'd hang out with or do you like going to like Hollywood movies?
1: Well what do you mean?
0: Well, they don't like going to regular old movies. They only watch, you know, Maya Dern films or something. Maya, what's her name, Diane? Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, artsy I, films, artsy shit. I, I You're appreci- a music guy, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I appreciate any type of work that uh, especially two bright-minded young men like them have created. Oh, wow. And um, even though it seems that they've butted heads throughout the course of the film, uh, I definitely think that that's the kind of price that comes with making such a great production and uh, i would definitely be checking out that premiere
0: well they seem like they have a very honest rapport like a good creative team would where they can say exactly what's what right yes and uh that's important so they got that going on i'm gonna see what happens when they get to college i don't know i think that i think that i hope that you know what bugged me about this whole thing i hope not bug me not to exaggerate but leo if you're listening to this you got to learn the equipment too. You can't just count on Martin going to college and learning everything. Okay. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but you know, you're both, you know, you're both high achievers. So, uh, we, we, we have faith. And, uh, I have this feeling that my new friend Oscar over here is going to be running a radio station by the time he graduates college because I can see how enthusiastic he is. Oh, yeah. You think so? Yes. You young people are running running amok. We might as well just get out of the way, you know. Anyway, thanks a lot for listening. And I want to remind you to uh, download our app. You know, we have this really great app that you can download and listen to on your phone. You're going to get it if you don't have it already, right, Oscar? Yes, I will. And you're going to be listening to this show every Thursday, two to three, without a doubt, right? Of course, for sure. You can even call in. Uh, There's a number, 718-928-9732. So maybe you'll call in one day. You never know. And uh, so go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash iPhone or slash Android and download our app so you can uh, listen to it. And then also sign up for our newsletter, okay? Because we have great newsletters. And you know what? We have these really great live shows every month. Like this past Monday, we had this amazing show uh, brought to you by us and Tom Gallo of Look at My Records. It was the uh, Trump Beatles, and it was hilarious. And I just want to make sure that, uh, yes, so go to org slash newsletter. And make sure you stick around, folks, because my good friend Elon Danziger is on next. And he does a really, really great show uh, with, uh, you know, stories and music and uh, mixtapes rewound. So uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you out there. And I do give a shit. Dr. Lisa Levy, SP, Twitter. Instagram at Doctor Lisa Levy SP.
1: Doctor Lisa gives a shit. Doctor Lisa gives a shit. Doctor Lisa gives a shit.